0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week, we'll cover the topics most important to you, from marketing and selling your products to winning on social media and everything in between. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a part-time content creator running Fix This, Build That, and my co-host John Malecki is a full-time furniture maker running metal and wood custom furniture. Over the past few years, we've seen the value of bouncing ideas back and forth, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us.
1: What's up, John? I'm not much, man. I'm just super excited that we are finally getting this podcast off the ground and launching episode one.
0: I know. I mean, this is going to be, uh, I think, a great journey here, and I know that this is the first step of the journey, so if everybody will uh, just give us a little bit of grace, I'm sure that we will uh, be stumbling a bit. This is our first podcast, but we are going to get better, and we're going to do our best to share uh, some great information with you, make this content rich. Today, we're going to be talking about Instagram and we'll just hop right into it. So, uh, I think that this is an actual great topic to start, John, right? Because this is where we met. Um, and I love Instagram. I mean, <laughs> Instagram is like the coolest thing uh, and is actually how I got started in this whole woodworking. It's what really drove my woodworking passion. Or I guess it got more started and actually doing it as a business and sharing the thing. So, uh, I don't know. What do you want to do? You want to just kind of share our Instagram stories here a little bit? Yeah, yeah, why not?
1: Why don't um why don't you get, get started because I I think both uh, both of us stem from your experience with Instagram? I mean, I, you were a large inspiration to me and I saw your growth and I, and I jumped on the platform So why don't you touch on like wow how you got started on the on the platform?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So and I think that is cool. So a lot of I get asked a lot. Hey, when did you start? How did you start? Uh, so I started Instagram back in November of 2013 and it was actually just a spot. I f- used to think Instagram was just a photo sharing app. <laughs> I thought it was like a, like VSCO, you know, like the camera app. And, mm-hmm. uh, I had a friend who was on Instagram and she was actually in fitness and I found her account and she had like 50,000 followers and I was like, holy cow, this is cool. Um, and so I did a, a few searches and I found that there was actually a woodworking community. So I started just nosing around and then started sharing some things and actually that, it coincided with uh, a move I made down to Nashville. So I used to live in Cincinnati, moved down to Nashville for a job in 2013 and got started there. So it really started for me as just trying to share because I was in a new city and I was looking uh, around and I didn't have anybody to share it with. All my friends up in Cincinnati who I did woodworking with were no longer there. And so um, I could share what I was doing in woodworking with folks online, right? So it was kind of cool. Um, and that's how I got started. So it was, uh, it was really, it was really cool just to see the community that was already out there. And back then, dude, this is 2013, man. This was like, I have some screenshots, like the interface of Instagram, (laughs) (laughs) not quite what it is today. Let's just say that. Um, but anyway, so I started sharing in the community and then I just started meeting all these awesome people and I'm actually still following uh, a lot of those folks. But I remember, I distinctly remember, uh, when I hit 50 followers, I was like, I have arrived. Yes, I've made it. I've made <laughs> I it, made it. I made it. I hit <laughs> I hit a solid 50. I had a I had a 50 celebration post. Um I had a huge giveaway. No, giveaways weren't <laughs> that big back then. Uh, but yeah, so hit hit the Instagram and I thought it was just the best thing. It just started growing from there. And it's just all about the community, man. That's what I really started out as. It was just a place to share. Uh, to commiserate, to look at what other people were doing to get inspiration uh, and to try to share that back.
1: Yeah. I think that's one of the best parts about the platform is that there are so many active users on it and that you can find basically anything that you're into. I mean, I don't strictly just follow woodworking. I mean, I do a lot of metalwork and stuff, but I've learned a ton on Instagram alone. And I, and I think you nailed it when you said that there's a, there's a community out there for, for whatever you're looking for. And, um, and and that this is probably the best place to visually, you know, see and learn and and get to meet people. So Instagram has been, been pretty awesome, um, on that note, it's a, it's a little different than, I mean, I'm a first generation Facebooker where I, I got a, <laughs> uh, I got a college email and signed up for Facebook and was, and was stoked. Um, so I, I came from that world onto Instagram and it was a little different because it was all visual based, you know, you're, but you're basing everything around photographs. Um, and, and I wasn't, really into that, that world at the time. And my, my background, I'm coming from football and I had, you know, I had followers and people that were digging that aspect of my life. So I was sharing pictures of food. I was, I was sharing, you know, me and my buddies and, and whatever I was doing, my dog, um, using Instagram (laughs) pretty much as, as a lot of people use it. And, um, once I got into building a lot more, I, I really learned that there's a ton of people out there that are, you know, loving this platform that you can learn a ton from too. Um, as you said, you, you're following some of the same people you started out following. I, I'm along this, I'm in the same boat. Um, a lot of those people and, and one of them being yourself, like I saw this dude and building on Instagram, like, man, this guy's awesome. And I, I'm terrible. Like I, I, I gotta follow his stuff so I can get better. And and I think that the platform itself provides a lot of value in that aspect.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the cool thing is too, is that, um, you know, right. So I've been, been doing this now for Oh, geez, four, four years, uh, and almost four years, three and a half years. Oh, and man, I know I am old man. Um, and basically that, but new people are still showing up, right? So all the time I get new people, uh, I, where I just, you know, I see them either they're following me, they make a comment or something. And, and i you know, I definitely do that every once in a while. Like I'll just go and like click on if I, if it says, Hey, you know, uh, Wood Ninja 5000 just started following you like I'll click on their name right be like hey who's this wood ninja dude and it's like he's following like three dude, people he's, yeah he's literally a real ninja He does woodworking like this guy's awesome yes yeah, so he cuts two by fours with a judo chop um, <laughs> and so yeah it's cool just to see those people who are just discovering that so I think that's that's the neat thing is that uh, back then, the community was so small. I mean, it was mm-hmm. r- it was really small um, in the sense that it's almost like you knew everybody in the community. And now you look at it, and it's grown so much. But at the same time, uh, I think it's still welcoming. It's 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 huge in numbers, but just the conversations that I have with people, yeah. and I love it when folks. Uh, direct message me or just comment on my posts and just ask me questions. And I think that's also what, you know, one of the reasons why we were talking about this podcast, right, is that it's the community and how do we continue that and share with the community what we've learned on Instagram, right? So, so, you know, those are kind of our Instagram origin stories, but to take it a little bit further, right, Um, I said I started just sharing, but at some point, uh, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And my wife actually was the one who said, you know, you, sh- you should do a blog. And I was like, okay, because, you know, Instagram is great. But the one thing about mm-hmm. Instagram is that, uh, especially back then, right? Because we're talking like stone ages. We're talking like just picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no stories. There's no live. There's no carousel, mm-hmm. right? Wow. And so it's one picture, uh, and you you can put your text in there. And so there was more that I wanted to share, and there were more things I wanted to Uh, I was getting asked questions and I wanted to be able to share more content with folks. And so the blog was a natural progression from that. Uh, so it's very different, uh, from what a lot of people, like a lot of people that are getting on Instagram now are they, they're already doing woodworking maybe, or they're already creating YouTube videos. And now they're saying, Hey, how do I use social media to help bring folks to my platform, bring folks to my channel and grow it? Uh, you know, mine was like the opposite. I was like, Hey, this is cool. Maybe I can turn this into something. And, uh. I started the blog, and then from there, you know, that's kind of where it transitioned from. Like you said, right at, at the beginning, like I'm taking pictures of like you know, a hole in my sock, and I'm like, hey, check out this hole in my sock, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But going from there, and then saying, no, this is like there, there's cool stuff. I, I you know, started the further I got along in the journey, I started polishing it more, you know, started taking less of the personal shots and more of the, uh, of the just informational shots and, and then growing it, uh, to the sense where all of a sudden, then after I started blogging, uh, I realized that, wow, like people actually make money blogging and yeah. people can actually make money, uh, doing social media and online content. And that sounds really awesome because I like money and things and stuff. And, I have three kids, yeah. <laughs> and so paying bills is good. Um, yeah, so I i mean, touching on what you're saying, I,
1: I don't mean to interrupt, is there's a lot of businesses out there actually outside of woodworking that don't use Instagram still. And, it, and it's unbelievable. It baffles me because the conversations you and I have, you can see the growth of the platform and the growth of how people are consuming content. Instagram is an enormous tool. I mean, it is Uh, probably the second most powerful platform for business on the planet and being able to convert from Instagram to business, as you just said, with your, with your, um, the way you're running your business to the uh, Instagram, to the blog is, is fascinating. What's even crazier to me is how many businesses are out there not using Instagram or how many people are out there running successful content marketing or successful actual physical product marketing and not using the platform. So it's interesting to see how you went the exact, not the exact opposite but the opposite direction to get there i mean from going from an instagrammer to a blogger uh, i think that's you know pretty unique is there any situation that specifically hit you where you were like dude i got to write a blog on this post like people are absolutely loving this and and i think if i could put out more quality information like i it's going to it's going to kill like there had to be a moment cuz i i distinctly remember a moment where i was like bro, I got to put this on Instagram.
0: (laughs) Dude, this is going to kill. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so uh, I think there was, man. I think actually, so when I go back, one of my most popular things I talk about a lot is the flip top tool cart, right? That is one of the things that uh, really set me off uh, on Instagram and the blog that really helped me succeed. But that version that I've made that that everybody sees and that I post all these folks making it is my third iteration (laughs) of it. And, Mm -hmm. And honestly, that was my second iteration on it was what really was the one thing that kind of helped me uh, understand and kind of see the the value in it is that actually it was, you know, Rigid, who is who is uh, an awesome partner of mine, that they saw my flip top tool stand on there and they're like, oh, dude, that's awesome. And that's like when you started learning about, you know, tagging and, and they mm-hmm. they as a business have gotten on and they've really embraced it, uh, which is cool. But they and they said, hey, can we send you Uh, you know, something, it was one of their new things and they were doing some product testing. And so they sent it over and I was like, oh wow, like this company just sent me product, Yeah. Right. And so that's when I realized, oh, like, like just what you said, like companies see value in this and companies see that, uh, they want to be a part of the community in a Mm -hmm. good way. Right. Not that they're, Mm -hmm. they, they weren't saying, Hey, share this with all your people. They just said, Hey, we want, we want to send this to you. Will you check it out? And that clicked for me. I was like. Oh yeah. Because back then, like you said, there, a lot of companies weren't definitely, a lot of companies weren't on everybody's flooding there now. yeah. So it's cool to see, uh, the companies, you know, like for you, like, what was that thing for you when it clicked?
1: I did a, I did a commission piece for a dentist up the street from the first business. I, I started, um, after football and the piece was sitting in his, his main office and it just looked amazing. And, And my, um, my business partner at the time isn't he's still an artist and he was sharing all of his stuff on instagram had you know, hundred thousand Twitter followers. So he understood social media marketing. He was like, dude, you got to start putting yourself out more on Instagram. And boom, the minute I put that table up there, I I called it the Zeus. If you go scroll back through my feed, but the minute I put that out there, you know, two more orders came in on Instagram and I started really posting a lot more of my work for sale. Um, and and one thing I started to learn about was you kind of touched on is, um, Hashtagging. Hashtagging is like an extremely undervalued tool on the platform that a lot of people don't understand. Um, one thing I jumped into was hashtagging my local area as well as you know general things, wood, woodworking, um, and then uh, there's a bunch of hashtags that I use. And now that you know you and I have become friends, we've developed a whole processes and plans on using hashtags strategically and blah 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 that we'll get into in a later episode. But um, using that platform in order to take my business to the next level was like, th- that was the moment where I really realized that, you know, I could I could actually, this could be a portfolio for me. And and that's pretty much what it has become. Um, one thing, you know, another thing that the, I see with Instagram a ton is the value and inspiration and growing community too. So I'm not always out there trying to just sell my stuff. I actually don't ever, think i've priced a piece on my instagram but like i said i built a commission piece put it out there somebody else saw it you know and whatever process has happened
0: you know yeah, I sold they, another they one. saw hashtag zeus Was yeah they one? saw a hashtag zeus but <laughs>
1: so so you look back on it and I think the best part about it is I started putting more and more stuff out there and more and more people started gravitating to my my Instagram and my channel because they liked the work I was doing and I started making friends and, and seeing how the, the platform was working and I actually became a better woodworker because of it. Um so that's when I really pivoted my whole concept with Instagram from like, oh, just put out product to, you know, let's show everyone what's going on from the day to day and behind the scenes and actually showing the community that there's a lot more that goes into it because We're all the same. You know, we all we're all milling down stock. We're all gluing up boards. We're all here using whatever joinery methods are going on. But it's nice to see um, that there's the real side of it. And I think Instagram does a great job of showing that. And I think a lot of people forget that in order to win on that platform, you need to be showing that because Instagram is made to be um real and it's made to be raw you know a lot of us are producing yeah. not raw content but if you look at some of the heavy hitters in like the beauty space or in the fitness space they're all really raw production i mean they're doing daily videos in the gym or they're doing daily videos you know on a food blog or whatever it might be while they're cooking the the so for us as woodworkers and makers and builders, I learned very early on that showing the behind-the-scenes stuff was hugely valuable to my process, my business. I mean, what do you think about it? I noticed y- your your Instagram in particular does a very, very good job of showing a lot of detailed stuff behind the scenes. I personally think.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and absolutely, and and I think I, w- I want to jump back because I think you you kind of ran over something that I wanna I wanna back the bus up a little bit and talk yeah. about typical is, for me and yeah. <laughs> gun yeah. is that um, so coming into Instagram and how to do it successfully and I don't mean from uh, how do I get the most followers as fast as I can because that's the wrong way to do it um, is that you come in and you engage with the community mm-hmm. and you share and you talked about inspiring and being inspired and I think, you know, so as, as we're trying to add the value here to the listeners is that the number one thing I would recommend is become part of that community, is come in to the Instagram, engage with folks, uh, comment on folks' things, see who's making things similar to you, see who's making things that you'd like to make, ask the questions, and that that is, is a key part. If you just go in and you just start blasting your stuff and you're just like, yo, here's my product, my product, my product, and you're pushing yourself that's not going to attract people unless you have a really sexy, awesome product. Sure. Um, but as a, as a individual maker or a woodworker, you're selling yourself, right? I mean, you're the product is you, right? Like you are John Malecki, the builder, right? So, yeah. and you you run Metal and Wood U.S., but the product is also you, and it's and it's your personality. So, I think that's a key thing that as businesses look, as as a huge tool company or whoever comes in, you know, it's a completely different than somebody who is a maker and who has a personal account. There's a face behind an account, and you've got to get connected with the community because that's where. That's where you get value and that's where you give value. And I think that's a huge takeaway um, is like getting connected and becoming part of the community and not just trying to throw everything out. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Add that value. Yeah, absolutely. And and with what you're
1: saying, it's uh, like – for guys out there and, and guys and girls out there that are trying to grow, like, don't be spammy. Don't go and jump on other people's accounts. Like nobody likes that and, and say, check me out, watch me, look at me. I did this, I did that, blah, blah, blah. I think one thing you can do to really help, you know, start the growth cycle on, on your, on your account is engage with other people on what they're doing and try to provide some beneficial information to them. Like, uh, like per se, I get a ton of people that comment on my stuff on what, you know, what type of finish are you using, or what, you know, what type of wood is that? You know, what's what's your what sander do you like? What paper? Blah, blah, blah. All kinds of stuff like that. And every single time I engage with that person, because if it's just one individual whom I can help become a better woodworker, like that's the point of the platform. Um, if you guys go and actually look at Brad's Instagram the dude engages with almost every single comment he gets and has been for a long, long time. And it's why his, his channel does so well. And that's be that's why Instagram is created. It wants engagement. It wants community. And that's a large part of it is, um, engaging with the people you follow as well as the people who follow you. If someone comments on your stuff, don't just ignore them. Um, there's a, you know, awesome tool that they just added a a little bit ago was that, That's that heart like button. Go ahead and make sure you're liking the people that are engaging Mm -hmm. with you. Like that's how you build community. The algorithm itself, we're trying to beat it every day and we're trying to win. But if if you just have the consistent goal of helping others and and building that community concept – on the platform itself with the little things like in, in commenting and engaging and being positive and helping others, that'll really, really help you to get on the right track to grow a successful Instagram marketing business, per se.
0: Absolutely. And I'm glad you hit on that because that is something that I decided a long time ago uh, was that, like, if somebody's going to take the time to comment on my post um, – and oh thank the lord for the heart button because that saves a yeah. lot yeah oh yeah <laughs> i'd be like thanks ha, you know and then like at tag like 10 people um <laughs> oh, because i wanted to do that but <laughs> at the same time um, if somebody's going to put a meaningful comment right like if somebody just says gorgeous or whatever then i'll probably just heart it but if somebody says that looks great like love what you did with the top that design is really you know just something like that's an elaborate comment where they put some thought into it like yeah. I'm going to comment and just either say, you know, thank you so much. Or, or yeah, like I was really digging this design or here's what I was thinking. And by all means, if they ask a question, I'm going to answer it. Uh, as long as it's on topic, you know, not something crazy. Um, but I think those are are great ways. And that's what I decided a long time ago about engaging is that I'm going to value the engagement. And, and it has, like that was something I was known for for a long time, especially when it was smaller and I am, it's just, it's gotten so big that, you know, it, it gets kind of lost in the wash um, sometimes, but, but yeah, absolutely. Like I love engaging and um, I just love being authentic, man. I think that the more authentic you are, um, the more people respect you. And, you know, the thing for me personally too, is like any social media, especially any form of written text, right? Text messages, emails, um, there is interpretation, especially mm-hmm. in the comments, YouTube comments. And there are two ways you can read a comment, right? You can read the comment after you just got, uh, sat in traffic for an hour and you got a flat tire and you came in and you stubbed your toe on the, on the door yeah, sill. You're starving, and you're, you have no yeah, food. And you're like reading these comments and you're like, I can't believe this guy just said. And then, you know, or there's the time where like you just sold a huge piece. You know, you just got your check. You just got paid. It's Friday. You cracked a cold Mountain Dew. And you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And you, and you could read the comment two totally different ways. So one thing, you know, another thing, again, personally for me is that I've always tried to live by and and believe my shortfall, but is like in, assume positive intent. Yes. When you're, when you're reading a comment assume that they are not being a big jerk face, but that they are actually, you know, I can't think of a great example off, off the top of my head, but, you know, that as they do that, something like, why did you, right, why did you do it that way? Instead of, like, why did you do it that way? Like, yeah. like hey, like, why did you do it that way? And nine times out of ten, when I respond in a positive way, they come back and and say, oh yeah, well, it, right. Or if it's something that sounds a little like, and I'm like, oh, this guy's being a, being a nut, then <laughs> it might be, I'll, I'll take the positive approach and they'll come back and be like, oh man, sorry. I didn't, didn't mean if it sounded bad. Uh, every you know, I just single want, time, every single time. Right. And then, then, you know, there's trolls. The cool thing about Always. Instagram though, is that, man, like, is this the same for you? Like these days, like, I don't get trolled. Like I don't ever get trolled on Instagram. No, no,
1: not at all, man. I mean, I, I feel like the community is extremely positive and, and I, I think you touched on it. It's like, don't assume that just because you're in a bad mood or that it could be a brash comment that it is because like you said, most of the times it's just a misinterpretation because it's a text message and there's not any actual tone.
0: Yeah. Now YouTube's a different. Situation together. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you, YouTube is a, is a troll farm. The
0: trolls are thriving on e- YouTube.
1: Everyone's an expert on YouTube. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But so, you know, I think the community thing is just so important. So, you know, getting back to, okay, well, how does this relate to the business, uh, building that community? Once you're established in the community, you know, what did you see? What do you think as, as you've gotten established in there, what's helped you uh, grow your business? How has the community helped you grow your business or how has it helped you succeed? So, um, one way that the
1: Instagram community has really helped me is helping me to establish my brand. And because I sell my products, um, Learning, you know, what type of material I like, what look I like, what look my community likes about me, um, the feedback I got for a couple years on the stylings that I was putting out there. And this was one thing. It's it's you can go and sell every piece of work that comes in your door all day long, you know, wh- whether it's boxes the cutting boards, the wine holders, the pallet wood projects to whatever it might be. Or you can try to niche down and really run a real business and find the specific market that you want to be targeting. For me, Instagram was a huge help there. Um, Once I started putting out a lot more metal and wood style furniture, and specifically reclaimed wood furniture, the the feedback I got was astronomically higher and better than what it was with the random allotment of stuff that I was doing for years. Um, So what that did was give me social proof that this... This style is something that people like. This style is something that I am good at, that whatever I'm doing gives other people some sort of feeling um, and they get enjoyment out of it. So when I was developing the, you know, the, the products that I really wanted to hone down into. I used Instagram for validation and that's where I really got the concept and idea for metal and wood custom furniture. Um if you go back on my posts, most of my successful posts are coming from uh slab works with metal bases and reclaimed yeah. reclaimed wood and metal. And so I was able to really hone in there. Now, that's something that I don't even know if you and I've ever talked about before, but was extremely, you know, specific for my use because I actually sell my product. So as an Instagram user, if you go out there and look um, at what people are actually engaging with on your profile and and, and on your feed, you can see that people are going to like some stuff more than they're going to like others. They might like finishing videos, which we know can go blow up on on the platform, or, or they might like your finished product vi- uh, right. photographs, excuse me. So if as a seller and as someone who's trying to um, niche down your product and see what you should be producing more of, those are the things that you should be using to gear your product line, um, at right. least from so- my standpoint. that's That's how I developed what I was doing.
0: So do you do it uh, when you talk about that? So are you saying uh, I hear you saying you know, you're know looking at the likes, right? So how many likes, how many comments? Or do you also go out there? You know, have you gone out and say, hey, what do you guys think about it or thrown out a couple options? Like, have you done that? Or are you more just talking about looking at the engagement, the, the likes and the comments? So
1: as a um, as a, a maker who is selling product, one thing that all of us go through is. That phase where you are putting out work just to pay the bills and you're taking every job that's coming in, you're learning what you're good at, what you're fast at, what you're slow at, what you hate, what materials are like, all that stuff. Um, And with that, you should be marketing on the platform. The community will give you the feedback you're looking for. And that's why it's so important to build a real community around your brand. Um, So. I never actually put out a ton of stuff and said, hey guys, what do you like? It more or less was I was just doing work and posting photographs. And the ones that were getting the best feedback, I noticed people were buying more. So if you go back on my platform and I posted a table from two years ago that I used Barnwood and Angle Iron, it was my most popular photograph to date on on, excuse me, at the time. And that's <laughs> was the most I sold the most of those that. Next six months, ironically. And a lot of my clients were coming from and saying, I saw you on Instagram. I love this table. Right. So I was able to hone in on my brand because the Instagram platform was social proof for that. And, and that's something a little different than how most people look at it. Most people look at it as a marketing tool for stuff down the line. But when you're trying to develop your brand, which is something we'll get deep, deep into down the line. But when you're developing your brand, you really need to figure out what one you're passionate about, but two, what your community likes and like what you um, what people are more willing to engage with. And that was something I use the Instagram platform for for me to personally find.
0: Yeah, because I do the same thing. I mean, I obviously, obviously, I look and see uh, the likes and stuff. But I'll go the other way too. I'll I'll ask them. I'll say, "Hey, what do you guys think about this?" Or I like to ask a lot of questions Mm -hmm. to the to the audience. And you know, I've got a sizable audience at this point, so I I get a good amount of feedback and participation, which is nice. Um, You know, back then you'd ask something and you might not get that many comments. Um, But at the same time, I think asking them questions is good too, right? So from like I I like where you're going with the product space, right? Because you can look at, okay, how many this got a ton of likes. Oh, and this is also getting a ton of sales. So maybe I should post more of this as well as make more of this, right? And and that it kind of feeds off of each other. And that's a good way to to hone in on your product line. I like that as far as as far as saying, you know, oh yeah, this works. And not only does it work in sales, it works online. Uh, and you know, so if I could just sell oiling a cutting board, you'd be, killing, be, great, it, right? dude. You'd be <laughs> killing it, right? But the, <laughs> the one other
1: aspect of Instagram that I think is extremely underutilized, um, in, in that when you're starting to build on Instagram, you, you, that a lot of people don't hone in on is the, um, the concept of their feed. So they don't, a lot of people don't realize that your feed is actually more important than your post. The post goes into the feed but as you've told me multiple times you know having and and we'll get into more details in another episode but having everything you know seamless clean looking good on the feed is vital so touching back on what I was saying with developing your product line you can take of multiple photographs of the same piece of furniture or the same item and post them in sequence from different angles with different captions and be able to get a very good feedback and engagement with your community which I think both of us use to our advantage on on both of our platforms I notice when you're doing um, projects that you will you will hammer home um, if you're looking for answers on something or if you truly believe in a, in a piece of content you just put out there, you'll hammer home with it and be like, Hey guys, you know, check this out. I used, um, you know, I, I, used ball bearing drawer slides on this part and this piece of hardware is in your next shot and then your finish is in the third shot. And just that is one providing information to your community. But two, it's a way to use one piece of one build for multiple pieces of content and it can work both ways from the development standpoint to the product standpoint. You know, you guys go check out my feed. I'm putting out two, three, four pictures of final products because I do think that if you can see multiple angles, it does help show off uh, your whole brand portfolio. Um, and that's one, and that's another key point to, you know, gauging feedback from your community and to this conversation, I think, is that using the feed to your advantage and using multiple angles and the fact that this is a visual-based yeah. platform.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'll, I'll... – am I rebacking it up or am I forwarding it? I don't know. Where I stopped you before was about the in-process shots, right? And then we kind of yeah. went off on a different tangent. Uh, and listeners, we will likely have lots of tangents because that's what we do. Yes. Uh, but but I think that the the cool thing is that I've seen this also, especially for folks who are uh, already selling and who maybe they have a business like yourself mm-hmm. uh, who are selling product, is that they're scared to put the process shots, right? They're yeah. like, I, ju- I, I just want beauty shots. And... I think what you're saying there is also a good learning lesson is that um, so there one of the things about Instagram, which again, you know we're not going to get into how to grow your account necessarily right now, but we'll talk about that soon, is um, consistency is probably one of the most important things. And with consistency, um, not only just in your look, but more importantly in the timing of the content, um, like most online you know media, is that you have to be consistent. So whatever that means for you, whether you're putting out a post uh, a week, a post every two days, a post every day. I'm personally doing right now a post every uh, two times a day. And you need a lot of content, right? So to do that, um, especially part time, because there's days that I don't go in the shop. And so as I look at that, having that having those multiple shots, like you said, it's not only bringing them in and and having multiple shots, finish shots. So if I'm doing in process, I'm showing lots of process shots. And then when I'm done, I'm going to definitely show, you know, I'll show a front shot. I'll show show kind of a side view. Um, I'll do a video and mix it up because I think that, that brings folks in. And if you're selling products, uh, you know, if you're selling furniture, try it out because I think the audience is different too. So your audience might not react well to process shots, but you don't know, but I, I'd say do not be scared about it because they might dig it. It yep. might be like, you know, cause they're intrigued because they're, as you, you have buyers, right? So in the community as well, I think that's a, a good point is the community. Like if I look at my following, uh, I could break it down into several groups. There are Uh, kind of peers who are doing the same thing as I, uh, who are content creators. There are folks like yourself who are selling finished products. And then there's people who just like to look at stuff, right? They Mm -hmm. don't do woodworking. They just like to see somebody doing it. And so they're just purely consuming it. So you have to understand your audience. And you'll also get that, like you said, by the engagement. So, you know, if you post a picture of you uh, cutting a dovetail or running some stuff through the table saw, making some tongue and groove joints, uh, like see how that goes and gauge on your audience, how they react to that. Because, uh, you, if you don't test, you won't know. Absolutely. And I, and I think that touches back on the whole concept of this
1: episode is, is learning your community and building a community. Um, for instance, for myself, you know, I'll throw personal life stuff on my Instagram all the time and it doesn't get anywhere close to the feedback that you know a finished product shot of a dining table does why well because my community is there to see my woodworking and my finished product but i've geared my Instagram to do that so that's so solely why you should be learn, trying to learn your community engage with your community i do that just because i want to but it's not winning on the algorithm. It's not winning from a business sense or any of that. And what it actually is is valid proof on what not to do. And uh, if I want to be using my account strictly for business, I mean, if if you if you think about it, so because because um, you and I have talked about it multiple times. And the one vastly important concept of any social platform, but specifically Instagram as we talk about it, is building that tribe or building that community that truly loves and enjoys your product because once you're able to do that that's when you can convert into running a real business especially in the content marketing space um and for all of you that aren't familiar with the concept of tribes tribes is a is a book written by seth godin um if you google seth the word Seth, he's the first thing to come up, um, dude. <laughs> but the dude absolutely murders it. It's a great read, and the concept of it is really valid, especially as a marketer, um, and especially on Instagram. Um, one thing you know, Brad and I have vibed about over the years is building a community, and it really ha- hammers home on. Um, on this concepts that we're talking about and, uh, just segueing into that. So, so why do you think it's so vitally important, Brad, to build that tight niche group of people that are invested in what you're doing, um, and that are able to, you know, kind of show you the light and show you the way. Cause I, cause I, tr- I know why it works for me, but like I, I sell products. So, um, right, it's, it's a little right. bit different in the content space. And I think that that's where a lot of people really, really want to learn how to grow.
0: Yeah, I think that, I mean, I I love that book, Seth Godin Tribes. We'll have a link down below. We'll have a link in the show notes and talking about it to to get to it because it really talks about the community and how vitally important is not to try to serve everybody, but to get those folks who are in your tribe and your tribe are those folks who are with you. Um, And when you post that shot of you, you know, eating your pizza or, or doing whatever it is that you're doing, riding in your truck. That Those are the people who are going to like it because they are invested in you, yep. and they are invested not just in your product, but you as a brand and as a person. Uh, and so those folks are the one from a business perspective that you're going to earn your living from, right? So Seth talks about, I believe it's, you know, who are those thousand people? that you're going to make a hundred dollars off a year. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's how you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars in a year is a, a thousand. If you've got a thousand people to, to, you know, not give you, but they're going to through your products, through whatever, invest in you a hundred dollars because they like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. They enjoy your products, whether that's uh, content, whether that's a, a cutting board, whether that's a piece of furniture. And that's the kind of the cool thing too, is like on high end furniture, it's not even a thousand, right? I mean, if you had a hundred people that were buying your high-end furniture that you're selling for a two, four, five grand, then it's completely different. So that's vastly important that you're not trying to please everybody, right? Yeah. You can't please everybody all the time. I mean, I've I've lived by that for a long time. So be yourself. Like if you if you really want to share personal stuff, uh, you know, don't be freaked out about it. Like, yeah, you're not going to get as many likes, and yeah, for that day you might have people unfollow you. Uh, but if you get unfollowed, guess what? Those folks were not in your tribe. Yeah. If a photo of you walking your dog or a photo of your dog or a photo of your kid every now and again, uh, you know, turns people off, then those people are, are kind of fair weather in the community. And that's not somebody that, you know, is really in, like you said, your tribe. Yeah, exactly. And and one um, aspect of the, the tribe
1: concept is uh, – You know, honing in on what those specific people and that specific community wants to see. Um, For instance, myself, um, I build, you know, my, my best stuff is always finished product shots of the furniture that I'm making, it, it does the best for me. Um, and it always will because my community really wants to see product shots. When I post, you know, a finished dining table, I'll get questions anywhere from what type of, what is that? What sandpaper did you use? What finish did you use? You know, um, how, how, how long did it take all kinds of stuff? Right. And that's where you really get to learn about your community. So if you're posting, if you're making, bottle openers and that's all you do but you have a hundred people that genuinely love your bottle openers you're winning a lot of people get caught up in the numbers and i mean you and i talk about this all the time you know my my growth on the platform has been pretty slow since i converted over to just doing you know what i'm doing now and, and the type of content i am But what I'm realizing is that I'm getting much better engagement. My sales numbers are fantastic. And then I am actually building a real community around what I'm doing. And a a ton of people are noticing it on the platform specifically for um, looking at your, um, you're following in, in, in your tribe, you know, I, I give you a tough time all the time for using certain joinery methods that I, we won't speak of, but your community absolutely Bucket loves holes. it. <laughs> your community absolutely loves it. And those people feel inspired. Those people are buying your plans. Those people are the ones that want to build your, your stuff because it's what you've learned over the years about your tight knit tribe. Um, so I mean, the takeaway from that is don't get caught up in the numbers. If you have 100 followers, 1,000, 5,000, 500,000, whatever it might be, it doesn't matter if those people aren't bought into what you're doing. Um, you could have 200, 2 million followers and none of them actually care at all about you know your product, your you as a person, you, your personal life. And um, that reflects throughout multiple communities and business owners that I talk to. You know, they'll have – Followers through the roof, but they, you know, can't find jobs. They're not making any money on their platform and they can't figure out why. And it's because, you know, the way you market as a content marketer on the platform, you have to have that tight knit community. So make sure that when you're building your Instagram following and your tribe and community that you're focusing on. The, the people that truly do love what you're doing and you're not just trying to please everybody like Brad said earlier, that is a hugely valuable you know takeaway from this conversation because that's something that I learned early on too. You know, <laughs> I, you stop making stuff that people don't like because it's not going to sell, you know, just because it's, I like it, I can do that, but I, I can't pump out. 15 uh finger jointed boxes and sell them right as a business owner you know as a hobbyist that's cool all day but as a business owner it's not a smart business move and, and that's and those are the type of things you learn as you um learn to read the platform and, and then you know we'll get into it down the line but start using analytics and, and the data behind it yeah. stuff to really dive in and, and develop your product
0: right and i think that's a that's a good thing to talk about too, right? Is, is what we're talking about here. Like we are talking about running Instagram as a business and and converting it as a business. If you're a hobbyist, if you're looking at this and you're using it for personal and you're not trying to convert this into business, you know, put whatever you want out there, right? If you want to take a picture of a, Purple petunias. <laughs> Take a picture of purple petunias because that's what you like, right? Well, my
1: favorite color uh, <laughs> petunia. My favorite color petunia.
0: Because, but this is about the about the business side. So yeah. thinking of it as a business, and I think that is also though uh, a, a key thing that people, some people don't understand. And one of the things that you and I both say, like, right, we were just talking about this today, is well, folks will say, well, you know, hey, uh, how do you grow your channel, or, or would you come follow my channel? And the first thing I do is somebody says, hey, would you come follow my channel, and it's like. If I'm looking at somebody trying to to do it as a business or something like that, I'll look and I'll go in there and say, well, you know, you're trying to sell this as, you know, whatever ABC Woodworks and you're trying to drive sales. But you got to put, you know, four out of the last 12 pictures of or of your dog. Yeah. Right or of, it's an awesome uh,
1: dog, but it doesn't, <laughs> that, it, it doesn't pertain. The dog is it. sweet. It doesn't pertain to the 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 marketing concepts and the and the model of how you're trying to use it for business sake. I'm with you there.
0: exactly. So looking at it as a business, I think that's a key decision, right? And and I personally, I actually don't have a personal account. I personally don't have a personal account. This is my account, right? Because I think you know you have the John Malecki account and yeah. you have the Metal and Wood US, which is your business. But it's kind of interesting to watch you too because your, you know, you do so much on your John Malecki account, you've almost changed that into, I mean, it's almost a pseudo business account as well in the sense that that's your content marketing and your brand as yourself versus your furniture selling brand. So I mean, I think there's lots of different ways you can cut it. And that's the cool thing about Instagram is that it's such a versatile platform and there's communities out there for everybody. So Man, I think this is just a a great conversation. And what we'd love to hear from you guys and what we're going to try to do is also we're going to have the show notes out there. We're going to have posts on Instagram is to let us know, you know, what do you think? How are you winning on Instagram? Uh, What do you want to learn more about? Because as we go through these episodes and the podcast, uh, again, we want to serve you. We want to serve the community because this is a new community for us. Right. Or we just got through talking about Instagram we're launching into this whole new thing, which is the podcast. community.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And a lot of these folks obviously are going to be, you know, the folks who follow us on Instagram and who follow us in other places. But what we also want to do is get connected in this new community and to reach out to other people who consume podcasts, but maybe they're not into YouTube. They're not into Instagram, but they love listening to podcasts. So um, in in that sense, you know, tell us how you're how you're using Instagram to grow, how, uh, you know, what questions do you have? And we'll put that on the, our Instagram as well as in the show notes. And there'll be, we'll talk about ways to contact us as well as at the end, but we'd love to hear your feedback on it.
1: Yeah. And absolutely. So, um, I just want to make sure before we wrap up that we we touch on, you know, I, I have three key points that came from this conversation. Um, and first being that, uh, Start engaging with your community more. If you want to win on Instagram in any sense, personal or business, even though we do focus on business, make sure that you are engaging with the people in your community. Um, dumping photographs and not doing di- like diligence to the process that the algorithm wants to see doesn't help you. So hop on other people's accounts, you know, be positive, help build the community together. And it'll help um, in a multitude of ways to build your personal following. Um, next point, being uh, make sure that you're posting behind the scenes stuff. We want to see the real real deal, you know, stuff going on behind the scenes. A lot of the people on Instagram right now are afraid to show, you know, how dirty your shop is. Dude, go ahead and put it out there. That is the beauty of the platform is is seeing that there's a lot of real people out there producing awesome awesome product and, and awesome content as well. So don't be afraid to post behind the scenes work. It doesn't all have to be beauty shots. Um and then thirdly uh what we were just wrapping up with is don't worry about your numbers you know make sure that you are focusing on building a tribe and a community that is invested in you your brand and and that loves what you're doing um don't try to appease the masses make sure you just niche down to what you truly love there's going to be people that follow you for those reasons and that's going to be the community you want to focus on
0: absolutely man i I love those things and uh, we talked about it in the preview, but we had not talked about it so far on this podcast. But one of the things that we want to do is we want to give you actionable things you can do. And we also want to challenge you a little bit and give you some homework. So I'm going to resonate off what John just said, and I'm going to challenge you to do two things. Uh, one of them is going to be to go interact and engage with somebody who you've been following, but you haven't. Go out there, somebody you want to connect with. Go out there, like some of their photos, uh, but more importantly, comment. Um, start a, start conversation. a conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> right. And hit somebody up on DM, like go reach out to somebody, uh, and, and just have a conversation and see where it goes. Uh, the next thing I'm going to do is John, I love the in process stuff. So I think I'm going to throw out there hashtag MFP behind the scenes, hit us on Instagram, hashtag MFP behind the scenes. We're going to go out there and search and see what these behind the scenes shots you guys are doing. Uh, John and I'll, We'll also throw some stuff out there, uh, which will be basically 80 percent of my content because it's all behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of it on there, too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like if you're if you've only done beauty shots, hit it up uh, and we would love to see what you what you guys are doing out there. So I think just work the process, guys. Stay in the community. Get engaged. Uh, and we would just love to continue this conversation next week. We're going to be talking about, uh, some other things about Instagram as far as growth strategies. So I know you guys are waiting for that. Don't worry. We're going to hit on that stuff too. uh, get out there, build that community guys. Thanks for joining the made for profit podcast episode number one. Yeah, this feels good.
1: Feels good. Feels good. Doesn't feels good. it? Yeah. This was a blast. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Catch you on the next one. So thank you guys for checking out the show. If you'd like any more information, you can head over to madeforprofit.com. We'll have our show notes as well as our email list subscription you can sign up for. There you'll receive tips of the week as well as all of our other actionable content. If you're digging the show, we'd love to get a five-star review over on iTunes, and we would greatly appreciate that. If you have any other questions or suggestions, you can email us at madeforprofitpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love any of your input as well as any of your future show topic suggestions. You can hit us up on Instagram at Made for Profit, where we will be answering your questions and giving out tips to help you grow on your own social networks. So once again, we really want to thank you guys for tuning in and we will catch you on the next episode.